recording? Uh, yeah, we're recording now. Okay. Right. Um, welcome back to the front porch. It's been quite a quite a while. A lot of things have happened since we've ba- last been on the front porch. I think uh, it's it's been so long. I don't even remember what has happened or not um, happened since. I mean, you graduated. I graduated college. I have a man bun. Those are two things that were different. Okay. I yeah. didn't have one last time. I, didn't have one. I don't have a. I don't have hair, so no. I don't have a man bun. No, you didn't get any sort of hair treatment, or no, I didn't. Yeah. Although I, I when we when I read the book that you like, Green Lights by yeah. Matthew McConaughey, um, he mentioned how he regrew his hair, and maybe I'll have to try it. But he was he was a lot younger age. Yeah. Um. We're we're back on the front porch, like I said. Actually on the front porch. We are on the front porch, and it's a gorgeous day. It is. It's Memorial Day. Yes. Um, and so I'm home for a bit. Slight sunny, there's sunny skies, few few puffy clouds, light breeze. There's corn, cornhole going on next door. We're going to a shrimp boil after a this. shrimp boil. My first ever shrimp boil. That's shrimp that are boiled. It's not the boil from a shrimp. Yeah, that'd be yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Shrimp boils everywhere. But yeah, so a shrimp boil will happen. Um, so there might be some noises that you might hear the the uh, sound of the American flag wafting in the air yeah. as well. So That's, we got that going on. It's very romantic on a day like today. Okay, you chose the word romantic. That's not one I would choose. I think it's more applicable. It's to idyllic. Yeah, okay. Fine. Idyllic. On today's date, that sound of cornhole is even idyllic. Yeah. Now people have already said last night that they figured that you were going to win cornhole. I, I think I could. Okay. Um, I there's, I have some friends who would disagree. Oh, I I know you have friends who would disagree. Um, because they take cornhole much more seriously than. How can you take something met. named cornhole seriously? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But they do. So. Okay. It's like, how can you take pickleball seriously? Right, or ping pong. Even. Ping pong, pickleball, yeah. cornhole. Now, you know, football, soccer, baseball. Now, those are real things you can take yeah. seriously. I this guess. is no offense to anyone who plays, plays those, those, those things. At the I'm just, they sound level. funny. Just sounds silly. They yes. sound silly. Like, just for example, the young neighbor girl who just graduated from kindergarten said that. When they asked her if she what she could change her name to for one day, she said peanut butter because it makes her laugh. Right. Same thing. Ping pong, pickleball, cornhole. They kind of make me smile. Yeah, which is a good thing. It is a good thing. So, but 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 then how can you la- how can you smile and giggle and then go be super competitive at right. it? Right. 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 So anyway. Not, well, I'll tell you what. I played in a pickleball tournament at school. Yes. With. Logan one time, and I'll tell you, it was frustrating to lose. I know how to take it competitively. It's just well, don't did, think about the name too. while you're playing. I guess maybe you could try and enunciate it in some way that would make it feel more competitive. Like, I'm going to play pickleball. Yeah, really. You know, something like that. Really drive it home. Yes. I don't know what it would be like. Um, anyway, you, you, you had something that you wanted to, to speak did. on today, not just ramble about. But this is fine, too. Yeah. You just got to get back in it. Right. Um, no, but today I thought, uh, or the thought came to me that perhaps we well, could. Well done, by the way. Talk, no, thanks. Yes. We could talk about distance. Distance. Um, and I figure, oh, sorry about that. Um, I figure I'm getting notifications. I figure that distance was 
was on my mind because it's something that I'm, you know, having to face in a way because of the time that I have in my life right now after graduating college, right? You're, there's physical distance involved. Um, like friends are moving away uh, and everything okay. like that, right? There's also mental distance in terms of there's now a, a gap between my college experience and after. There's like a, there's space there. There's well, you're, a, you're, you're in the midst of that space, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, but I'm no longer at the location of being an undergraduate student. Um, yes. That's not You're starting to I'm, create some distance between Garrett the student yeah. and Garrett, whoever that will be, post-student. Right. Okay. Um, what I'm participating in is different because of this this distance. Um, but then also, in Master and His Emissary, the book that we've talked about on this podcast before, that you've read, um, that I'm now reading, um, there's a decent bit of discussion about a necessary distance um, that your left hemisphere provides so that in certain situations where it's helpful, you can take a step back from the experience you're having and look at it. And it's a necessary distance. Um, And you don't always want to live at that distance, right? And that's another thing I was thinking of um, in terms of like living in a world where we are maybe distanced from experience too often. Um, and you lose some of that. So that's just kind of why distance was on my mind. Does he say distance or does he... Is he it says dis- necessary distance. Necessary distance. It. And it's the distance is a function of time, of separation? Of, of a, a, a stepping back. Stepping back, okay. Um, in the mental sense, I guess. Like you aren't, dire- you aren't in it. Right. Right? And so the reason... The first reason I was thinking about distance and how it plays a role in the world we live in and like how we see things um, has to do with the news. Okay. Right? So there's been some bad news lately. I mean, it's always, always bad, bad news, news right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering about what kind of impact it has on us. Because that. we get pulled into it? No, because... There's a screen between us and the, the thing that happened. Like, you can read some pretty horrible stuff that happens mm. and be completely detached from it. Mm. And But it's happening all the time. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like, you can't, you couldn't be totally involved in every horrible thing that happened or else you'd fall apart, right? So there is a necessary distance. But I wonder how the constant presence of that distance in everything we do now and like everything we kind of experience at least at the digital level has maybe affected how we interact with the non-digital world i guess is what i was going interesting i mean there's a whole bunch of things like like first of all it sounded like when you first started talking you thought like the distance was a good thing the necessary distance yeah. So sometimes stepping back and being, is it stepping back so that you can be aware of what you're aware of in a way? Yeah. Okay, so you've got this, so stepping back means you're not just immersed in it. You can actually, 
observe what's going on. Yeah. So in that case, you're saying the distance feels like it's good, but then you're saying that not being intimately into something might make us numb to it, mm-hmm. I guess, is what you're saying for the news piece. Yeah. Or, like, think about which which Mac Miller song is it? Um, he says something about when I'm in a room full of people, that's when I feel the most on my own. And, like, if you think about that experience, right, you feel far away from everyone in the room, despite mm. the fact that you're incredibly close to them. Physically close. Physically close. That's what I'm talking about, at least in terms of this distance. Like, it's a detachment. Right. And so it's not always good, right? I mean, McGilchrist recognizes, and you live in this, I mean, everything, the more you think about it, is kind of a paradox, right? You live, there's a necessary distance, but you don't always want to be at a distance. You sometimes want to actually participate in things instead of looking at them from but if you But if you never separate, then you're never aware maybe yeah. of what then you're just reacting right, you're like you're like uh just so people know bentley is sitting between us and um he can never he uh, as far as i know he can never do that mm-hmm. he can never create that space that space that distance he's not capable of separating himself from what is happening like he's not a, he uh, let's maybe use bentley as an example yeah a a the dalmatian that he doesn't like walks by mm-hmm. he doesn't like he just goes after it yeah he he doesn't ever sep- he doesn't go oh next time i'm going to i'm going to step back from that emotion and yeah understand what's going on within me yeah um he just sees it and goes right yeah that's kind of what i'm that's kind of what i'm talking about i guess so i think that's a that's a good thing right to be able to separate because then you can let's say that's a way of learning and being aware of what's going on with you in a way right well in the book that's what he that's kind of his argument right you when you learn something you initially experience it and participate in it, and you're okay. in it. And right. then your left hemisphere helps you take a step back and right. create that necessary distance. So you can look at it, and something new is formed in there. And then that new stuff needs to go back to what he says is the right hemisphere, which is that experience again. And so at that point, you fully integrated the knowledge in the way that I guess he sees as the most, I don't know if it's most productive, because I don't really want to use the word productive because you think of it as like everything should be for the it's, sake of productivity, which is not the case. Right. But it's like you experience it, then you have the ability to step back and be self-conscious about how you felt during that experience right. and everything like that. And then you can bring it back into the world of experience again. But that distance has to be there because space is very generative um right so it becomes more as Jung would say it's kind of then it then it becomes more integrated and it helps produce uh, maybe the word comes to me there is a it helps produce a different form of wisdom than what was there when you were just experiencing it mm-hmm. i like to think of it in terms of 
architecture. Like, okay, I have found that I really like buildings that use negative space really well. Mm-hmm. Like, they make a point to enclose open sp- like, but they don't fill that space. Right, it stays open. Right, there's nothing there. Right, um, and it's because of the the potential that arises when there's space. Like, how excited you get when you walk into an empty room because... So you've experienced... You've experienced a room that has things in it before. Mm -hmm. And you walk into, I think, another empty room. I would say that's kind of like... And when you look at the empty room and think of the things that you could do in it is kind of what I'm talking about with, like, the left hemisphere. Like, you have this knowledge of what could go in a room and you think about putting it in there and then maybe you put a couple things in the room and then you can go back and experience those things once they're there um like how you would want to sort of design a room like you need you need the distance from things because it allows you to Mm -hmm. see the whole space Mm-hmm. instead of just the point in the room that you're experiencing. Like, let's say you put a couch in it. Um, it's important to know that there's other things that you could put in the room, which you wouldn't do if you didn't take a step back and look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also just important to enjoy the couch when you're sitting on it, I guess. Oh, yeah. I'm not think... saying that every empty room needs to be filled, but... No, no I, I, I think because the empty room's filled with potential. Yeah. But then you can take the knowledge of what you've experienced before and bring it into that, which creates something new. Mm-hmm. I Maybe as I was thinking about your, your education piece, maybe, because you're saying you're creating some distance there, I think what that means to me is like you can, you can look back. When you were going through your education, you were just trying to get through it. Mm-hmm. Now, you, with some distance, you can you can look back and kind of go, oh, what what was that that I was doing? Yeah. And how do I bring that type of where? What did I? I don't want to say it's not judgmental, but like it's almost like what did I? Uh, for whatever it means to you, like oh, that experience. Now I can. I can, I can, I'm distanced from it. I'm not in it. I'm not immersed in it. So now I can, I can now ask that for what it could mean for me going forward. And then you bring something new. You kind of package something up and bring it with you into your next stuff because you've created that distance. Whereas if you never create that distance, I get it, I think. If you never create that distance, then you never reflect on that thing right. in a way. And so, you know. But isn't everything that we, sorry, isn't, don't lose this one, isn't, it, it occurred to me also, isn't almost every book that you read someone's distance from something that they're then putting down in words? What do you mean by like you're not you're when you're writing say it's a say it's a nonfiction book on or even Ian McGilchrist writing mm-hmm. this book um, he experienced things as he was researching them 
and then he created some distance so that he could then write them down. Yeah. So almost well, every book, or even if you look at like the Bible or any book, it's somebody has, there has been something, and then they then go, okay, now how am I going, now I'm aware that that, whatever, and now I'm going to document it. Yeah, and yeah. well, actually, I think a book is a good idea because the putting down of your thoughts into words on paper creates a distance between you and those things, Yes. right? Yeah. And it allows for somebody else to then enter into conversation with yes. your thoughts, Yes. right? And because which you're... Which could be you. Which could be you, right? Because you can go back to things you've written in the past yes. and get new information yes. from them because, yes. again, there's distance. Yes. And it's also different, like... He can put. It's different than even having a conversation with somebody, yes. right? Because when somebody's having a conversation, they have ideas or whatever. Again, they're they're with them. Yes. Right. But when they're in a book, they aren't there. Right. It's now there's a distance that you can bring. The right. reader can bring them right. themselves into it. Yes. And something new can come out of that. Right. Like if you went in back and listened to this podcast. Right. And then wrote something from it yeah. you would have created a distance yes. between the actual recording of it and that so I, yeah I think there's there's something there I think that's where um, yeah I think the distance is important I think the awareness and I think maybe to me like so part of it I think is I'd maybe go a little different direction to go back to your news stuff and those things is it's not allowing us to we're distanced in a way because we're not in the event. But I think the problem because we're constantly in events where we're not creating any distance to then reflect on them. It's just one event it's, after yeah, another. Yeah, it's just constant. It's just It's constantly, constant. instead of it being experience, distance, reintegration right right, right? it's now just it's distance and then you have to deal experience 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 experience. or it's not even just it's just it's 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 uh, it's someone else's experience someone else's experience someone else's experience someone else's experience and and it makes it makes like just everyday empathy weird i think like it makes everyone at least for me it makes everyone feel a little further away Yes, but and so that's a different kind of distance. It's not a reflective distance. It's just a. It's a. It's a. What would it be? It, it it's a. It's a it's a lack of connection dif- distance. Maybe mm-hmm. that's yeah. It's like I, well, I'm not. And oh, by the way, everything that you're seeing in those news, is something else usually that someone else has decided is the thing that's going to be communicated yeah and like so think about let's say like the the coverage on the war in ukraine okay right now right i'm not saying that you in order to properly emphasize with their the suffering that's going on over there that you have to go to ukraine and get in it right i mean maybe you do actually to like really truly emphasize yes right so Maybe you do. And so what I'm saying is constantly being fed these things where we're not... We're, we know that we're supposed to emphasize with it. 
right? Because it's, it's, it's suffering. It's other people right. suffering. Um, but we can't properly do it because we aren't in it. Yeah, maybe and it's so, the level of, a, of awareness. It's just a, it's awareness, 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 awareness without some of the experience. Yeah. And right? It's like, so that's hard. It's like, oh, I'm aware that this is going on, but I, I, I'm not experiencing it. I feel like I should feel something. I kind of feel something, but I'm aware of that. I'm aware of this, but I'm aware of other things. Yeah. And it's, it's also not that I think that you should hide yourself away from all the bad things that happen, right? Because that's just not looking at reality, I guess. Like, you shouldn't just run away from them, but the constantly being barraged with things that you are not experiencing makes it tougher to actually deal with the things that you are. Well, I guess it brings to me, as you say that, what occurs to me is, like, is... It's not running from it, but it's... Is it more important to just live through what you're experiencing? And is maybe that's why you're here. At where you are at this moment, at this time, is to live here, not mm-hmm. live somewhere else. Meaning, uh, like we have the capability of separating, which we just said was a good thing so that we can learn. But when you're separating from your environment continually to be somewhere else I don't know what's better right mm-hmm. I think here's here's a couple examples for for me as, as we're talking about it and I don't know where this is going but um, we were just on vacation in like Costa Rica right mm-hmm. and without TV without a lot of internet connection we were just living what we were living when mm-hmm. we were doing it and in a rhythm that was up early to bed early and somehow that felt really good and it felt rejuvenating and it's not like oh because I was relaxed it wasn't that it was just there was there was ample stimulus but you weren't you, you were living more in those moments every also, moment so when I'm saying that you can learn something from distance what happened when we came back mm-hmm. to America, right? You right. immediately noticed how fast everything was going. Yes, right. Right, which you don't notice. Yes. Oh, a chainsaw. I know. Now, our neighbor's cutting down a tree, tree, and I think we might need to make some necessary distance between know, us well, and well, the let's, chainsaw. Well, let's just down. see. Let's just let this go, see what yeah, happens. Let's see how it is. But anyway, as soon as I got back, I immediately noticed how fast everything is expected to move. Like, I mean, okay, it was an airport, so already right, you're yes, expected to move fast. Right. But just, like, in a... Yes. In a, right, it's go, go, go. And you don't notice it when you're in it, yes. right? But you go somewhere else, and right. then you come back, and right. immediately... Yes. And so now I'm trying to bring a little bit of you're, that right. other experience right. that I was allowed to have because of distance back into th- what I'm experiencing now because I know I can't fully change that, right? An airport's always going to be fast. Right. I can't do anything about it, but I myself can now maybe experience that speed not more slowly, but I have a better understanding of what I'm in now. 
Yes. Instead of getting caught up in it, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I think that's that's a perfect example. I also think maybe what, in a in a nuanced way or a, in a fairly I don't know, complex, nuanced whatever, it's like it's okay to read about Ukraine, but create some distance between you reading about Ukraine and continually reading about other things about Ukraine, etc. Maybe give yourself some space and go, okay, yes, I will look at the news app, but then I'm going to be aware that that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And that I can only spend so much energy there because that's not where I'm living and there's not a lot I can do about it. And I guarantee that if you do that and then come back to it, I feel like you would have more empathy than if you just move from article to article about everything, right? If yes. you sat with it and thought about it, you could, I think your understanding of what's actually happening would probably be deeper and more human than if you did just, if you were like, oh, well, because all these bad things are happening over there, I need to learn as much about it as I possibly can instead of maybe doing like, well, like this well, is happening and... I think what you can do is integrate it into your life in a way to understand that there are things going on in the world that are not pleasant and you can have empathy for the people but then what that empathy can do if you step back from it go okay if I can have empathy for the people over there I should be able to have empathy for the people in my neighborhood yeah right right that I'm actually living with and I can I can send some money do some things help out where I can but I can also help out in my neighborhood um, and I can, you know, I, I think there's a way of going, oh, okay, and, and what can I do so those sort of things don't happen other places? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, going back to the, the school example, mm -hmm. right, some of my roommates are upset that I'm leaving the house that I, they've lived in for the last two years because... There's a chance I, I still live in Pittsburgh after this, right? Like, I might come back and live live here. And maybe that right. would result in more front porch philosophy episodes. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I have to leave that house to make that necessary distance right. between me and school. Right. Because I, I still can't separate myself from it right. while I'm in it. Right. Um it requires a physical change. Maybe now, maybe some people can do it without that physical change, right? Mm, I don't know if you right, can properly. Right. I don't. I, don't right. I know for a fact I can't. Right. Um, and so that's why, like, I need that distance. Um, well, why, why do you think that's people go into the desert? I mean, we just read that book. We just right? read Matthew McConaughey. Right. He took his journals from years, right. which he's very distanced from now, right? Right. And he he went away from everything. Yes. And then he was able to get an entire right. book out of it right. full and of life lessons that he had not even himself reflected well, on until then. And nested within that book was then another place where he created distance where he decided that he wasn't going to do rom-coms anymore mm -hmm. and he wanted to do more meaningful roles. It took 24 months of saying no to roles to create that he said it, the word distance. It created enough distance between who he was that people forgot who he was, so then they would offer him something different. Mm -hmm. So I think you're, you're, you're spot on with that. Like sometimes 
some distance is required. Right. And it's not forever. That's why I keep saying, like, it's not running away. Right. Right, because you come back. Right. It could, but as long as, yes, it's, it's distance with a, maybe that's the other, maybe that's the other key. It's intentional distance um, with an awareness that you're doing it. Because mm -hmm. if running away is just like, that's just running away. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so I'd like to go one more place okay. real quick. Um, a little more heady and metaphysical with the distance. Wow, thing. okay. Even more so than that because I felt that was fairly... Um, so you talked about it's you being in a specific place in time, mm -hmm. right? Which distances you from the things that are happening in, happening in other places in the world. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about how perhaps part of the creation story, right? Mm -hmm. And there's this idea that like, like that, and when Alan Watts talks about it, you're like, the un it's people are the million masks of God. It's all of God's dreams, right? Right. I wonder if the embodiment that humans kind of have mm -hmm. was a necessary distance for the universe to be able to actually experience itself. Um, <laughs> I think there's. Yes, I I don't I don't have an answer to that. Like I know, there, but I'm I just, think that yes, thought. there needs to be some distance in order for. Okay, the the basic. I think the basic notion of distance can be spoken about by the idea of opposites, right? And the notion of opposites creates some space and some distance and in that that is where creation can yes come about that's i think that's kind of what because I was... if everything is just if there's no distance um i think another way i think alan watts and others would say if there's no background there's no foreground mm -hmm. and between that somehow there is some distance um like everything would just be, I don't know how to say it, it would just be a mush if there was mm -hmm. no space and no distance. Like there's, you're more made of space than anything. An atom is more space than anything. Yeah. It's the, like you said, the empty room. The beauty is in the space because if there was no space, there would just be everything and nothing. Yeah. But it's, and it's still all connected in some way. Right. Like, I mean, McGilchrist uses the, the metaphor of a bow and air a bow right right where it has a string that's connecting the two ends of the bow right and when it's pulled it does its thing it's it's there's a creation of force there right but without the separation of the two ends of the bow there would be no yes there would be no ability no, to no no tension there'd be no tension that would could that could create the necessary right. force for that i think another way to look at it is um i don't know if it's so much distance but it's the what can happen when there is some action and some distance i was just reading something in the i think some part of like the gita or something it says um put it this way the the butter is in the milk. Okay. But only with 
some action and some separation does the butter come out of the milk but it's in the milk Mm -hmm. it's there in the milk um it's almost like um like the the it's like the like a jar and a clay like the clay is in the jar like it's it's there but then what is that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so you break things apart i think what you're saying in a way and as i read some things about alchemy etc it's like you 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 break in alchemy you like break things apart you by creating some and breaking them apart creating some distance so that you can then reform them in new ways mm-hmm. and that's just what has to happen it feels like what you're i guess maybe what you're saying is in life and those sort of things it's like oh sometimes i have to step back break things apart and then see what comes back together yeah um no i think i think that's necessary um, and it's distance. And, yeah. And uh, well, I was thinking one, I guess, now another one more thing. I, kn- I know in no way, shape, or form did we even hit on it. That would have to be a whole podcast, the whole creation. Oh, well, thing. I was going to give you something else before okay. we go. Okay. Um, so there's always that metaphor that Jordan Peterson uses for the word sin, right? To miss mm-hmm. the mark. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, it's an archery term, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So sin is shooting your arrow and missing wide of the bullseye in a way. Um, but there has to be distance between the, the archer and the target mm-hmm. for anything to happen at all. Right, right. So I think there was that... There was that Paul Tillich shaking of foundations uh, sermon he gives, and he says something about sin as separation. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, like, when he says that, it's easy to think that the separation is the sin, like, like the distance is the problem. But I don't know if that's the case. It's the path through the distance that is where, mm-hmm. s- I don't know. Well, let me try it on. I think as you were saying it, I, I went where you went initially. But then I thought, the when people talk about original sin, it's like the fact that we're people here means that we're... We grow to be separated. That's the sin. But we can either remain separated and continue down a path that separates us more or reunite. Mm -hmm. And then you're not separated and you're without sin. Because now you and the creator... I'm treading light, but you and the creator are now reconciled. Just like you said, there was a, if we all have a spark of God, there was a create, there was a creation event that separated us. But if we can be aware of that separation and the distance and then reintegrate that, just like you said, like, then you become something different. To me, that's what it means in some ways to be born again. Yeah. 
Um, but without the distance, you couldn't reconcile. There's no, there's no turning back if there was no separation. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's paradoxical to think about because there's like this notion of unity like coming back together right. in that, right? Yes. But that's the that's the that's the the thing that happens because of the separation which is a new creation which can then help other creation. Yeah. And it's still it's like everything is one and separate at the same time. Yes, yes. Which is, right. you know, tough to think about but, but I think it's, but it's also I think to your point about sin and the target wasn't it the I know we're harping on this book because we just read it but the Matthew McConaughey that you can think of it like there's a target and there's an arrow and you're shooting towards it or does the target draw the arrow mm-hmm. right so if you're missing if the target actually draws the arrow to it and if it's missed that means you had to do something to make the arrow miss the target. Yeah. Because it should hit, hit the, the target. Hit the target. The separation is necessary. The arrow will fly, but it will be. It should be drawn to the target. It's only our will for our willful not just letting the arrow fly mm-hmm. that makes it miss the target. Yeah. But the only way that you're able to let it fly and hit the target is to be aware of what's happening and create that distance. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. Or maybe these are just all ramblings of madmen. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening uh, to this new episode of Front Porch Philosophy. Maybe we'll have to um, do another one sooner too you had something yeah. that you were interested in like since you learned to surf surf life and the lessons of surfing oh yeah I'm yeah. wearing the, the Pura Vida Puro Surf yeah. surf so shirt right now simple surf. life simple surf right um, but this was not a simple this does not feel like a simple podcast no it wasn't but I think right now on this lovely Memorial Day life feels pretty simple sitting on the front porch preparing to eat shrimp yes Boiled shrimp. Simple. I know Boiled it does shrimp. feel. Might so. have to start with a afternoon toddy to get going for the shrimp oil. I could participate in that. Well, I hope everyone has a pleasant whatever they're doing and wherever they're listening to this. Yeah. Um, and don't, uh, don't forget to give yourself a little distance sometimes. Be aware. Create some distance, and then, but you know, but in a but in the good way. Right. Right. The with the way. with the with the idea of. Of re of integrating it as you dance around, maybe. Yep. Anyway. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Boyd Vardy. Boyd Vardy. Boyd Vardy. Boyd Vardy. Is it recording? It says it is. Boyd Vardy. Yeah. Okay. Boyd Vardy.